What up out there, podcast world? You're now listening to Patinico Presents. Stay with me, and I'm your host, Dennis. And today's podcast, well, you know, it was taken uh, quite a few months ago. <laughs> it features my friend Scott DeStone. We've become friends over the past year. He's building a round body, or aka advanced design Chevrolet truck. And he actually, you know, he's helped me out with, uh, he gave me this really cool spotlight that was originally on his truck that he was no longer going to use. And I told him that my vision for the truck that I'm building right now is to make it like an old style shop truck. And he's like, I got the perfect thing. And he shot that light to me, man. And that was awesome. I appreciated that light, man. As soon as I got it, I changed it out to a double contact. And uh, just recently, uh, eh, probably three, two or three days ago, drilled the hole for it where I wanted to mount. And it's going to be kick ass up there. And it's going to go along with the theme of this truck. So it's a lot of stuff going on here at Patina Code. We got an upcoming car show. It is going to be on May the 15th here in Warren County, you know, here in Missouri. I know a lot of you are nowhere near Missouri, but anybody out there that catches this podcast and wishes to attend that particular car show, it's going to be at Gastorf Chevrolet in Warren County, in Warrenton, Missouri, not Warren County. It's actually, the town that it's actually in, it's called Truesdale, but if you say Warrenton, and then people know where Warrenton is. Truesdale's a little town, and I mean little, right before Warrenton. So the dealership rests on the Truesdale city limit side, but we call it Warrington. So yeah, once again, May the 15th, 2021, Gastorf Chevrolet here in Warrington, Missouri. We are having a car show and it's going to be the very first Patina Code car show. It's actually hosted by myself and Chris Dugan, which is cdugan91 on Instagram. And uh, we're doing this to raise money for a charity for care to learn and that's going to be pretty cool because that's something to, to give back in and to help so we hope to get a nice attendance we're going to have a lot of classes and we're going back first second and third as far as trophy awards go next year if this year it kicks off really good and we end up needing a bigger place which i hope that's the case and uh we can add additional classes it's hard to determine what all to have in there but you know for sure there's going to be patina ride rat ride and motorcycle you know that but we got some classes in there one of the cool classes i think it's going to be the 18 and under class and then the under construction class to, for people that are building something they want to bring it out and show their progress and have a chance to uh get a trophy which i think that's pretty cool you know yeah it's something to maybe light the fire under somebody get them inspired you know so the big thing is coming out and hopefully getting enough money at the gate and through the raffles we have some pretty good raffles that are going to be given away and to raise enough money to give to this charity so that it can actually make a difference and i'm uh I'm just happy that we are able to do this and be a part of it. I'm, yeah, this, this is always something I want to do is have my own car show. So it's, it's going to happen. 
And that's pretty exciting. I can't wait to get out there. And I hope to see some of you guys from Patina Code. And just if you're in the Missouri area, I know there's some of you out there that, uh, that are rocking with Patina Code that's out here in Missouri. So hopefully if you got that date free, you can come up and uh, hang out, man. Hell, we can shoot a podcast there. You know what I mean? So without further ado, man, let's hop into this podcast we got going on here with Scott the Stone. What's your mission? What's your mission? <laughs> oh my! Yeah, no. Uh, so the the mission is to to drive this thing to to Christmas morning. You know, for the family taking my kids in it, uh, showing up at the parents' house. You know, hopefully with a Christmas tree in the back of it, and make some big, you know, nasty burnouts for everybody. And you know, <laughs> merry fucking Christmas to you. Right? Yeah. Kind of what I want to say with it. <laughs> You gotta now. You're gonna have the rodents in there. You gotta have the, the babies in there, right? <laughs> Probably. Right. That's yeah. uh, that's the hope. Hell yeah, man. Well, so I called the I called my kids rodents because this is why, and you'll <laughs> you'll understand once they start getting oh, into I, shit. Because oh, I already understand what you mean. <laughs> right, because my ass would be sitting in the other room, and I'd hear the fucking rappers like. And it sounds like fucking rodents getting in shit. <laughs> yeah. So that's why yeah. I started calling them that. Like, we're talking 18 years ago, though, right? So Yeah, sure. I started calling them that. Because, yeah, man, we'd be sitting there in the living room, me and Nikki, you know, just chilling, watching a movie or some shit. And then you hear that fucking... It's be like... Right. It sound like some fucking rodents. I'm like, shit, what the... So, yeah, anyway... So now, <laughs> anyhow, so now you're on your mission. So wait a minute. How did you even get into it, though? Like, what got you into it? So I think what really got this all started was, you know, 25 years ago, back in back in high school, uh, my grandfather tells me one day, hey, your great-grandfather left us a truck, um, and it's sitting over in the over in his house in the old garage still and uh he you know asked me hey do you want to do you want to go and help me get it dug out this summer and we'll get it back on the road we'll get it painted and, and learning and driving and whatnot and um at first i was kind of like well yeah okay i was more interested in the uh the 65 corvair that he had sitting there that was my mom's car yeah. um you know i was getting close to the end of high school and pretty much you know i like i had been telling him for a couple of years like Hey, I, I want that Corvair for my graduation present. And next thing I know, I show up one day off the house and it's gone. And he'd sold it. <laughs> and I was like, I, I, I don't, you know, I didn't really compute. Like, what in the heck? And, uh, and he told me, well, there's this old truck out at your great grandfather's house. You know, do you want to go out there and work with me and let's get it going and get it over here and we'll get you restoring it? And I said, all right, let's do that. So took us like two weeks to get it dug out of this garage because there was you know 50 years of stuff piled around it and then an old it was like a 54 ford uh sedan that was sitting in there um so we got it out and we drove it back to his house and uh immediately started taking it all apart and he started showing me you know he he worked in a body shop when he was younger in his in his father's body shop and, you know, back in the day, fixing metal, everything was done, hammer and dolly and, and lead and body files and that kind of stuff. And so he showed me how to start doing the body work that way. 
and so um, we spent a good summer going through and you know fixing dings and dents every weekend you know whenever we had time and unfortunately it was about a year into it that he had come down with cancer and it wasn't you know maybe another two years after that that he had passed um, and so then the truck just sat um, and it, it sat for another 20 years and then that was about five years ago and I told my grandmother, I said, hey, it's time to go get that thing going. Uh, I'm going to come by with the trailer. And I'm going to drag it out there and bring it back to my house. And so uh, about two and a half years into that, you know, I had chassis all done. I had an engine in it. Uh, cab was done. And next thing you know, I've got a couple of twins that show up. And they went back on the back on hold again. That's kind of how, how it all started and how I, I got to to where I'm at now. Yeah. So now I got to go back in the story. The 54 sedan, the Ford, what happened to it? So um, that was left to my aunt and um, she uh, basically let's see, I'm trying to think. I, I believe she had passed at that point. Um, and so once we dug the truck out of the garage, her son, basically, he went after that and got the car out and just sold it, unfortunately. Good God. <laughs> right? <laughs> it, Whoa. It, you know, it, it was interesting because like, after, as I've asked questions, you know, further, like you know, years later, um, like I found out that, so her son or, um, his name was Rick. He had... He basically driven it for years, you know, some time ago and just, you know, really beat the heck out of it. I don't remember what condition it was in when I saw it in the garage and it was honestly covered with a lot of stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's pretty much where we, where we, uh, where it ended up going. It got sold and it was gone. Man. Hey man, but yeah, you know, yeah, I'd say you got the better of the two, though. <laughs> well, hope so. Yeah, well, you know. So now you're in the stage of you got the LS. So what is it? Is it the four L eighty or four L sixty? So yeah, so it's a five three LS. It's out of a two thousand three Avalanche that was a rollover. Uh-huh. Um, it actually came out of Iowa. Um, I bought it off eBay. <laughs> So I bought it as a as a complete engine and trans. Um, came with the computer, came with a pedal, um, a whole harness came with it, like kind of just like a complete, you know, stick it in your your hot rod and, and go kind of kit. Yeah. Um, and it has a 4L60 behind it. Um, so that's kind of the setup, you know. Now it's it's got a whole bunch of stuff changed. So I put a cam in it not really all that big of a cam um but did that and then did did um an upgrade to the rockers and of course stuck this you know turbo on it it's got a um 7175 precision turbo on it mm. um so the the 4060 is not going to live very long right <laughs> <laughs> it'll meet us it'll meet its demise here pretty quick i'm um, glad you had you said it not me <laughs> yeah yeah right um, but you know, I, it, it's, 
even even with a foil 80 um you know i've heard a few guys that are like you know i've even got a couple friends that are running like 60 turbos and whatnot and uh the four ladies aren't standing up very long to those. So especially if you, if you like to, you know, beat on it pretty good. So, um, either way I was gonna, I knew I'd have to either, you know, upgrade to a four lady and then eventually, you know, have to have that built or, um, at this point I've just been specking out what it's going to cost me to have the four L 60 built when it's time. So it might last me a little bit longer just because, you know, when you look at like the weight of these trucks compared to the trucks that they came in, Right. right there's there's quite a bit of difference but you know i'm gonna throw hopefully close to double the power at it right than, uh than it was making originally so yeah um, it's uh well you know they're 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 built to handle more than what they're rated at but then once you start throwing forced induction and you know shredding tires holding the brake burning out you know friction don't work well yep. with machine parts you right know? so what about um so you would stay into the automatic you wouldn't go to the, the t56 or nothing manual or nothing like that <clears throat> i don't know honestly it actually has crossed my mind that run this run this automatic until it's dead and then looking at a t56 i've i've thought about it yeah yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I, I don't know i, I might it, it seems kind of i don't know feels like it'd be awfully sporty, you know, to have a, you know, nice big turbo V8 with a, with a stick in it. Seems like it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Then you can sit there and rev up the engine, let the blow off valve, do it shit, you know, all that bullshit they be doing, you know, so, yeah, man, because with the automatic, you know, you can't just be. You know, you got to be in neutral to rev up the engine. You can't be putting along and then hit the gas because you're going to, you know, right. lurch forward. So, right. with the manual, you know, you can dump the clutch and be like, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> you know the shit. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Man. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. I don't blame you, man. So, now you That'd say. That would be a good project for, you know. In a, hopefully maybe, I don't know, hopefully I can get this thing to last at least a few months, you know, I can get a little bit of enjoyment out of it, get that sense of, you know, it's finally done and just enjoy it a bit because it, it, it's been such a grind. It's been so long on this, this truck, such a long build, but I, I'm just longing for some time behind the wheel, you know, to get out there and just enjoy it and kind of, you know be able to say, look at all, you know, I built literally every system on this truck, you know, or assembled it and, uh, you know, just enjoy the fact that I've done all that and that it actually works. Like part of it's maybe just a, you know, I've never done anything this extensive. So part of it's kind of a proving to myself that, Hey, yeah, you actually were able to do that. And it actually worked. Um, but just to, to get out there and enjoy it for a little bit. And then, you know, there's, there's certainly other projects that I, other things that I think I'd, you know, like to mess with on it um, down the road. But uh, really the goal at this point is just to kind of get to that state of being able to drive it and, you know, enjoy it a bit, get my kids in it. Every time they walk in out of the garage, you know, they go, oh, got these trucks broken. <laughs> I <can't, laughs> you know, <laughs> and I'm like, well, kind of, you know. Right, right. But uh, just... Uh, get out there and get them in it and enjoy it, you know, be able to take it to some shows, just local stuff, you know, local get togethers and whatnot. And 
you know, get get my family so that they can see it again. Because I've got family that, you know, I've got cousins and uncles that they learned to drive in this truck, you know, because this was their grandfather's truck. Right. And, uh, you know, some of them, they haven't seen it on the road since, I think, let's see, the last time I think it was licensed was 78. So, you know, they haven't seen it in in a long time, you know, in right. 40 years. 40 years, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Right. So when, and they all have seen pictures, and they've stopped by to see it and such, but, you know, nobody's seen it on the road or ridden in it in that long. So Everybody's going to reminisce, and then you're going to take it yep. and blow the motherfucker up. <laughs> <laughs> There's a chance. There's a good chance. All right, but, hey, man, so now you said, you know, your grandfather... He worked in the body shop. He taught you how to do the body work in lead. You still know how to do the body work, or was that something that just kind of faded away? Yeah, you know, I, I still remembered some of it. Um, you know, I, I did as much as I could just in metal. But, you know, the reality is there's there's filler on this truck, without mm-hmm. a doubt. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but, I mean, still, though, you, you know, you had the basics of knowing what to do. I mean, as far as... Uh, yeah getting everything leveled out and trying to gap things and whatnot. So, I mean, that's always yep. cool to, to, to have yeah, exactly. some knowledge of what you're getting into. And, right. But now you've done yep. taking it way past the little 218 and 216. What is it, 218? Yeah. I think it's 216 or something like that. Yeah, you know, and one of the neat things was is not only did he, you know, spend that time with me and teach me some of that stuff, um, but then, you know, when I when I got back, got this thing out again and started working on it again, I had his body tools, right? So I had his body hammers and his body files and his dollies and all that kind of stuff. So it was kind of cool to sit there and, you know, think of all the years that he worked with those things, right. you know, making a living doing it. And then here I am getting to use them again and enjoy it. So, it, you know, for me too, not only just building this thing and getting to reminisce and kind of, you know, somehow get to know know this thing, but getting to use tools that uh you know that my grandfather had used and there's a lot of there were a lot of little things like that that you know even as i was taking the truck apart you know a few years ago for the first time you know like inside the cab i found my great-grandfather's tobacco pipe Mm. hiding behind a visor you know and the and and that side of the cab on the back of the cab you know um it was all stained from tobacco smoke right (laughs) so it's kind of like a brown like a brown tarry hue to all of it. And, you know, same thing with like, or he'd put his arm on the window. It was worn, right? That, that kind of stuff. And there's part of me that I said, I was thinking, you know, I should just leave the interior of this truck like it is so that I can reminisce about that stuff. Um, and then, I don't know, something, something won me over with, you know, stripping it all down and, and painting it. Right. But, um, I, I really, I, I kind of got stuck on that one for a while. I, I really pondered it for a while as to what do I want to do to the interior to kind of, you know, remember some of that old stuff if I could and, and whatnot, but decided to go with paint since I was painting the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. You're far now though. I'm hoping this weekend that, uh, I can hang the front end and doors on it and, uh, the, the bed and the rear fenders and everything is all supposed to be getting painted this week. So hopefully in the next week I've got, you know, at least from a body perspective, a pretty much complete truck. And now I've got just lots of little stuff to finish out. (laughs) 
and all and all the issues that are going to show up you know once i actually start right. start doing driving it and all that you know bringing things up to temp and he letting heat cycles happen and such yeah. i know there's gonna be tons of little things that are not gonna work that i'm gonna have to figure out oh man shit you might be able to just hit the key and you know you might just have to just drive it a little bit and then it'll, <laughs> it'll work itself in you know what i mean because you have it, it yeah. yeah i you know quite honestly i was pretty surprised at that but um it was as easy as it was when I started getting into the software and, you know, saying, okay, you know, it's going to use this and it's going to use that. I mean, there's a wizard that is in, in the software that kind of walks you through it all. Right. But, you know, you've got to tell it different, you know, what air fuel ratio and, you know, at different throttle position and all this kind of stuff. And I'm going, oh boy, I don't know if I'm going to get this to work. And like the injectors that I'm running, they're not listed in the wizard. So I had to, you know, configure those and, so I figured I was going to really fight it to get it to even, even start at all. And then once I got those grounds fixed, um, I hit the key and it just immediately fired up. I couldn't believe it. It was, it was funny because as soon as it ran, it wasn't, but maybe five seconds. And my wife came out to the garage. What happened? <laughs> like she, she, she thought the thing like fell off the jack stands on me or something like she didn't know what all the racket was. Right. And I was like, well, what do you think that was? And she was like, I don't know. I said, that was it. It ran, you know, and she, she couldn't believe it, but I was really surprised too. It, it initially it would start and it would, it would die after a couple of seconds. And uh, if it would start and I just touch the throttle just a tiny bit, stay alive and I will just fine. So, um, it was really, I, I can't believe it was as easy as it was just to get it to run. Now it's not, tuned or anything like that it's not even close it's actually really rich mm. but nonetheless it runs <laughs> right so yeah you certainly happy about that yeah you got over that hurdle now you just got to do so now as far as tuning it are you going to tune it or you got to take it somewhere and get it tuned? um i'm probably going to take it to somebody i mean I'll, I'll mess with it a little bit um you know and, and the nice thing about the holly is from the fuel side of things it'll learn on its own once you put it in the correct right. mode and it's up to temperature and such so it'll learn all that stuff from a timing perspective. It's, you know, you're on your own to, to figure that out. Um, but probably what I'll do is I'll just get it so that it's working well enough that I can kind of put around town and then, you know, enjoy it around here a little bit and then get an appointment with the tuner and get it in. Cause the last thing that I need to do is, you know, put all this time and money into this thing and then grenade this motor, you know? Right. So, um, I'd rather, you know, especially with the turbo that's on it, you know, like I just don't need to blow it up. <laughs> so no. I'd, I'd rather take it to a turner and just say, hey, you know, make it conservative, you know. So give me give me five hundred horse and I'll I'll be happy and go play with it. Well, so okay, you got the motor from Iowa. Yep. You're in the mile high. That's correct. So, like, what's that? How do you got to? I mean. There's got to be some sort of tune for the the atmospheric pressure ratio difference. I'm sure. Well, that's the beauty of fuel injection, right? So by using the sensors, yeah. it's figuring that out and changing all the calculations on the fly. All oh, cool. All right, cool. Right. So it, it and with the Holly, it does it does what's called a, a density tune. So it doesn't use uh, a math sensor on it. Um, um, so. It, it just uses a couple other sensors to, 
to check. So it's using the O2 sensor and then a, um, a couple other sensors that it needs to just make the calculations to say how is it running, right, and then adjust if it needs to. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and even then with like, you know, say like your truck, right, like your daily driver, your Chevy yeah. pickup, it would be the same thing, right? You drive it on down here and it, it figures it out. It realizes that there's less oxygen and it adjusts the tune on the fly for you. So that's the cool thing about, you know, fuel injection. So there's a, there's a sensor, right, that's in them that, that tries to detect that stuff, especially like on a truck like yours, right, that's going to say, okay, am I running on E85 and is there the extra methanol or in, in, the, in the gas and do I need to change accordingly? Um, and you know, a lot of guys, they'll, they'll run these LSs on E85 or like E90, right? Mm. Um, and so it's the same kind of thing. You throw in that sensor, right? Um, and it'll, it'll detect all that and you can tune for it and all that sort of stuff. But the thing with, with E85 is the, the power potential with E85 compared to gasoline is huge. Now you have to have a lot more of it. So like the amount of fuel that you have to flow is way higher. So you have to have a bigger fuel pump, bigger injectors, all that sort of stuff. Right. Um, but the amount of power that you can make off of E85 compared to gasoline is is crazy. That's that's huge. The potential there. Oh. That's one of those things that like down the road, it's one of those little projects that I think I you know I'll probably dig into, but it's really not high on my priority list at all. Well, you can simplify that by just throwing some N2O on it. <laughs> shit <laughs> fuck yeah. that corn gas so, man that shit ain't right so. man I'm telling you that, that fucking shit ain't right fuck that corn fuel <laughs> I hate that shit man I ain't never ran I, I a drop of that shit I hear it smells funny what's that I say I hear it smells funny I've never I've never honestly messed with it at all but I hear it it has a unique scent to it well, I'm sure it does I mean so they Back when that was the whole thing, there was an E85 pump at every gas station right. in the Tri-County area around here. Mm-hmm. Now, that shit's, you gotta go 45 miles to find some E85, and it's just way out in the country somewhere. Like, they don't have it in the rural area. Man, motherfuckers weren't buying that shit. They was like, man, I ain't putting that shit in my car. I mean, for real. I'm, yeah, they're gone. All the E85 pumps are gone. Yeah, around here. Yeah, there's not that many out here either. Um, like I, you know, when I was sitting there and I said, "Okay, I'm gonna put a turbo on this thing." I know I have to upgrade my fuel system and all that sort of stuff. And I was sitting at that point saying, "Okay, are you gonna go to E85 right away or not?" So I, you know, went and got like an app on my phone to find E85 and. uh you know, the closest, the closest station to me is like 10 miles that has E85. I'm like, that's, that's pretty inconvenient. Right. You know, it's, <laughs> that, that makes one of those mornings when you're taking off and you go, oh man, I'm, I'm really low on gas. You know, that makes that kind of a pain. <laughs> right. So I kind of, for now I decided against it. Um, but you know, at some point, you know, there's always that itch that you gotta have, you gotta have more, more power, uh, and if I ever get there, that'll probably be, you know, one of the upgrades that I'll do is moving over to E85. Yeah. Well. Just because it's just cause it's easy, right? It's it's a set of injectors and it's a fuel pump. Well. And I'm there. 
I guess you better. That's the thing. Like you got the little app on your phone, so you talking about coming this far? You better check and see which gas stations along the way have it. And then on top of that shit, you better call them motherfuckers and be like, "Hey, man, y'all still pumping the eighty-five? Because man, look, I did the same shit you did, man. I I pulled up. I said, "All right, where the fuck is this shit at?" Because I was gonna fill up the truck with E eighty-five, run some E eighty-five, and then go back to the regular gas. And man, there's a station up the road. It's probably seven miles from here. I said, yeah, it's got E eighty-five. I went up there, man. They ain't have shit. I don't know. Um, I it, I might do that. You know, another one of the things on the list might be you know building like an ice stroker. And if I do that, you know, I don't have to do. Uh, E85, I can just still run pump gas and you know just turn up the fuel system a bit, put a bigger pump in it, put bigger injectors in it, and yeah. you know go from there. Because yeah. you know going from you know bumping up the displacement nearly a liter, you know to like a six two will make a significant difference. Oh yeah, yeah. And then the trucks, you know, they don't weigh very much. <laughs> no, they don't. So it's already going to be a handful. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. That's like uh, Mustang Chris over here with that damn LS and the Gremlin. You know, he's got that set up for some turbo. But it's already enough on him. Uh But, you know, like you said, you got that itch. You want to get into it. Go ahead. I'm going to watch you. I'm going to watch the action, man. I'm going to film that shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I'm probably, I'm probably setting myself up for a mess. Nah, <laughs> we'll see. Maybe not, man. I mean, really. Hopefully not. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think, you know, the biggest thing would be, you know, when you talk about that, then you have to start looking at the other components. You have to start looking at the four link bars and the pan hard bar. And shit like that, you know, that's going to keep the the rear end underneath it because, you know, the rear end, you got posi or you don't, you got a mini spool, you know, because if you don't, you know, that's what ends up getting people in trouble when the the supporting elements of the build are not up to snuff. And that's how you end up wiping out, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I tried to... I, I told myself I'm going to do that stuff once. Um, so, you know, I, I, I four linked it. Um, I used a speed, speedway kit. Um, it's got a nine inch in it with posi. So I tried to say, Hey, you know, from the beginning, I'm going to do that stuff once right? and not have to, not have to redo that stuff. You know, I upgraded the, the axles. I can't remember how many splines I, I had. I bought the axles and it's been five years now since I bought that stuff, but Probably thirty. Upgraded all that. It's all curry and everything. So yeah, you got you the know. thirty-two spline. Probably if you were talking about beefing it up, you know, you didn't mess around. You went to the big, big spline. You know. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I can't hardly remember what I did yesterday anymore, let alone five years ago. So right. Well, I have to, I'll tell you I have to look what. it up, but I know I upgraded them. So. Well, I was going to say, you'll discover it if your shit breaks, you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'll get in there and count them. Yeah, you'll Figure be right. Figure which one i got to replace it with. Right, 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 right. Oh, man. Yeah, I think you'll be all right until, unless you get wild. So you want to go pick up the Christmas tree and be flying down the road. <laughs> that's, that's the hope. 
That's that's <laughs> cool though, for. man. I mean, that's a good mission for real. I think I can, you know, I, I know I won't have it finished, finished, uh, especially because it's going to be getting cold. You know, that's uh, my my garage isn't heated. And right. It's not insulated very well either. <laughs> so it, it certainly it gets cold out here in the winter. <laughs> it'll be in the it'll be in the low 30s on me pretty consistent. So kind of it slows you down a bit. So, and <laughs> you know, I just don't really I don't really care for the cold anymore. No. So, um, but you know, I, I at least think I'll have enough that uh, I'll have a, a body on it, and uh, you know, hopefully, most of the interior all in it and whatnot, and uh, it'll be enough to at least you know, at least drive it. You right. know, whether it's completely finished or not, is another story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the goal. Like, you know, you got yeah. everything intact, and it's it's safe enough to put out on the road. So why not take it yeah. out there and, and enjoy it? Yeah. Because like you said, it's an accomplishment of the completion of the whole accumulation of everything, right? And then right. you get the yep. end result. I'm enjoying it, that's for sure. You know, it's uh it's been it's been trying at times. It's been you know, at times I I've wanted to sell it or burn it to the ground. I couldn't tell you how many times. Um <laughs> But I think, you know, I think we all go through that, especially, you know, when, you know, as here as of late, you know, you have a family and you don't have a lot of time, you know, you hold down a regular job and try to take care of your kids and the stuff happens at night and you're already tired to start with, you know, it's, uh, it gets frustrating. And, you know, even then, even trying to put in work on it, it still doesn't go over, you know, you don't get very far even after a whole week and, right. You know, I couldn't tell you how many times I've had my wife say to me, all that time you spend in the garage and nothing changes out there. (laughs) I'm like, thanks, honey. Right? Appreciate that. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Well, it takes uh, time, man. You can't just slap it. It really does. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not much of a do-it-twice kind of person. Me either. I like to, I I hate to have to, oh, I just slapped that together and now I've got to go back and fix it. I, I hate that. Oh yeah, uh, I don't so, do that shit either. Yeah, so <laughs> I, uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to get stuff done right the first time and not have to redo, redo things. And I know that you know, I know there's things that aren't perfect that I'll have to work over or whatever. Like you know, when I went to fire it up for the first time, and in the first time the fuel pump came on, I think I had I don't know eight weeks or so <laughs> in the fuel system, wow. and so I kind of had to work myself all the way around the circle from the from the pump, you know, up the driver's side to the engine, and then uh, pretty much all the way back um, as I went. And, you know, part of that is the fact of just, you know, trying to get things done and moving too fast. And some of the other, you know, part is that it's been three years since I worked on the fuel system. So, you know, I I have no idea where I left some of these things off. So I knew that that time that I've had to put into it, um, you know, and that I, I left things off for how long that, I know there's things that are loose or not done or whatever that I'm going to end up discovering at some point. So I've been trying to, while I can, go back through and just double check stuff and, you know, like the really critical things, the suspension and, you know, that kind of stuff. Make sure that it's all actually actually tight and, and done right. And yeah. I don't really want to discover that sort of, you know, problems with that stuff while I'm cruising down the road. Right. No. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you it's a bad time for that. No, 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 no. You don't want all that. That ain't a good. That ain't a good look at all. 
Yeah. Oh, man. I'll have to, man, I got a story for you, man. You won't believe this shit when I tell you. But I'll tell you later. (laughs) 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 No, fuck that. I'll tell your ass now. Look, so Sunday, we was at the, you know, we went to a car show. (laughs) Uh, You went to a car show two two days this last weekend, didn't you? Right, yeah, two days in a row. Nice. And so on the way home, little Dennis, you know, it's just him and I. And so we're coming home and we get off the highway. We're cruising down the service road. And now we're at the end of the service road. So we got to make a right to get on the road that's going to lead to to our house. So we make the right. And as soon as the wheel straightens back up, I hear this little bang, right? I'm like, oh, fuck it. That was just my coffee cup. Because I got these steel coffee cups, you know, the little thermos thing. And I thought, you know, it just fell on the floor. I didn't care. Well, after making that right, we're headed forward. I don't know how many feet it is. I'd say, I don't know. It's probably like 300 feet. There's a four-way. Well... I went to reach for the brakes. There's oh no boy. brake pedal. <laughs> oh my. Oh my. The fucking brake pedals, that's what the sound was. It was laying on the floor. So, oh boy. <laughs> you know, there's a truck at the stop sign. We have to go straight. The truck is signaling to make a left. There's no brakes, man. So, I fucking go over right next to him because I rode up closest I could to him until because he took forever to take off from the fucking stop sign. So, I darted around him. Oh, man, he was fucking pissed. You know, he's trying, he's turning his truck and he sees me coming. He's honking and shit. And I know he's cussing at me, but I don't give a fuck about him because across from us in the four way is an oncoming car waiting for you know the guy to go yeah so i had swerved around this truck swerved back into our lane missed the car that was sitting at the stoplight ready to go next still no fucking brake so now when i did this you know i had to step on the gas pedal right to get pick up speed to avoid getting hit all right yeah now you gotta scrub that off so you're exactly so we going and we got a little ways to go before we turn into the subdivision, man. As soon as we cross the fucking tracks, man, and the truck slows down enough to where I think is enough, I go up, you know, I drop a gear. So, of course, that slows us down. It's like, and then we got a little bit to go, and then we turn into the subdivision, and we're still creeping along pretty good. And then it slows down a little bit because luckily there's a little bit of an incline. So then I was able to drop it in one, and then we crawled all the way home. And once we got close to our house, I just put it in neutral, let us coast. And then we just coasted until it stopped rolling. And then I threw it in the park and shut it off. I'm like, what the? And so when we went around that truck and that motherfucker, he was honking ass and shit. Like, you stupid motherfuckers. Little Dennis is over there laughing like a motherfucker. Like, he don't, you know, he don't know any better. He doesn't understand. Yeah, he thinks that shit's hilarious. He thought I was just being a fool. 
he's laughing and shit. And but then once we, you know, once we got back in our lane after we swerved through the cars and shit, I started laughing with his ass. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, when it, something like that happens and you pull it off, that shit's funny as a motherfucker. Nothing, nothing bad happens to you or anybody else. Like, right? Well, the problem yeah. was <clears throat> all the time building this truck and adjusting the brake pedals and all this shit, getting it to the right, and then making sure that it stops like it's supposed to. You know, mm-hmm. I forgot. Now the truck has been done since I don't know April. I forgot to lock down the uh, the jam nuts on, you know, the, the rod from the clevis. So the vibration of the truck running up and down the highway for these past few months that we've been driving it, it's, it you know, it, it backed out the fucking stud. And it just oh, fell out. <laughs> so we didn't have no brakes. Yeah, yeah man. Oh, man. That was crazy. Scary. <laughs> I'm going to double check mine tonight. I'm going to get in there and do it. Yeah, man. You better look at that shit because, you know, it was just, that was like the last thing to do. And the the thing about it was, it was adjusting the brake because the, the, you know, we got the the Willwood master cylinder and the brake pedal, which it was not designed for this truck. So Uh I did a lot of adjusting and whatnot to make sure that it was a comfortable you know, fit, but yeah. also that it operated properly, you know. And then once I came up with that determination, I never fucking locked everything down because I was constantly taking it out back here in the industrial park, driving it and stabbing the brakes, jamming them, you know, yeah. in panic stop mode. Yeah, to see, see how, how it feels. Yeah, man. And after all that, once we got it to where I was like, okay, this is cool, I never climbed under there and, and did the jam nuts. So. And then you just you start thinking about moving forward. What's the next thing I gotta tackle, yep. right? Yeah, man. Yeah. So that was that was messed up. I wish I would have been recording that shit, but you know <laughs> that would have been kind of messed up. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it was nerve wracking, man. Especially when you got a kid in the car with you and everything. Hell yeah. Thankfully, thankfully nobody was moving through the intersection when it happened, right? Like that. Oh that man. Barrier. Yeah. Yeah, that was some crazy shit, man. I couldn't believe it. That that was some bullshit. And like I said, little Dennis was laughing like a motherfucker. He thought that shit was hilarious. Oh, I'm sure. Well, yeah, I'm kids always, you know, that that sort of stuff. They, you know, mine are always sitting there, you know, and they're they're not quite three, but they're always sitting there telling me faster, faster. You know, we take off from a stoplight. Right. Oh, yeah, he's going fast. Like you know, they. They don't understand it, right? Or they'll sit there and yell at me at a red light. But go, daddy. Right. <laughs> and then, you know. And, of course, when you do go fast or whatever, you know, mess around a little bit, then they just love that kind of stuff. Yeah. But they don't, you know, the kids, they don't, uh, they don't, they don't fully understand no. <laughs> what's going on or, you know, what could happen. They don't know. They just, they, they in the life. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, man. Yeah. That's crazy shit, man. But yeah, that's where it all happened. So yeah, check. Make sure you got everything locked down. Yeah. Yeah, no, before it goes ever anywhere, I'm going to definitely do another once over. I'm going to try to, uh, before I put me in the, the front end on this thing this weekend, I'm going to go through here and work on aligning it. Um, yeah. So I'll have to, uh, you know, I'll be double checking a lot of that stuff then and 
but yeah, before it goes anywhere, I've kind of got to do it. I can not bolt on all the safety stuff. So yeah. thankfully like the call and all that stuff's out right now. Cause I gotta, I have to modify the, the firewall a little bit. Unfortunately, the, uh, the valve cover combination I decided to go with, it's just a little, they're higher than the, the factory ones. Right. And so it's super, super close to the steering column. Oh. So I just need to move it a bit. So I kind of had to get a different, a different mount and, and boot set up to, to cover up the hole at the firewall and whatnot. So, um, this is all yeah, little, you know, just little things, little things you make little changes and there's little impacts that you kind of uncover right, <laughs> as you keep right. working through the project. So you got so, drop spindles on there? Nope. Just right nah, well, they're, yeah, they're, they're regular. Um, and I think it's like, what is it? It's like a two, four drop, I think overall on a whole okay. truck. Right. Something okay. like that. So it's, you know, the standard speedway, like speedway bolt-in kit. Right. Um, but I've got a feeling, you know, that'll probably be another one of those little projects that Dad's talking about. I don't, I don't think it's going to be low enough, so I'm probably going to end up having to find, you know, or do, do drop spindles and find some different shocks for the back and all that kind of stuff and get it down to where I want it. So. Well, you never know, though, man. Once you, because, you know, you got to travel for a little bit on the shock sure. for them to settle and whatnot, and then yeah. you might find out that it's it's where you want it to be. Yeah, it may. You know, it's, I, you know, I don't want to be dragging the ground or anything like that or having issues, like, getting it out of my driveway, that kind of stuff. But, right. uh, you know, I also want it to, to look like nice. You know, I, I love the way that these trucks look bagged. You know, they can, you know, put the running boards down on the ground and whatnot. Yeah. But uh, I just didn't really want to go through all that. You <laughs> know, like, this is, this is my first build. And uh, I, I, for whatever reason, I didn't think that I was that I wanted to tackle that stuff yet for somehow I've been peer pressured into putting a big old turbo on this thing and a modern engine and all that sort of stuff. So I don't know. Some reason I just didn't do the bags kind of wish I did, but you know, it's all changeable. Something else that I could, I could do down the road if I oh yeah decide to. You can. I mean, that's what I was getting ready to say. And you said it though, but it's like, so you put an LS with a turbo on, but you didn't want to do bags. Shit. I'd rather do bags than the damn turbo shit. <laughs> Fuck, any day. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely been a learning learning experience and thankfully, you know, having a buddy that's that's turboed a an L S, you know, in a in a different vehicle before as a reference to talk to you has certainly been helpful and right. you know, the internet the internet's got lots of information out there too, so Yeah. Oh um, yeah, man. You know. It's it's nice to have that to be able to draw on and to figure things out. In the end, the turbo really itself is really not that difficult. Um, you know, fabricating the you know the the pipes and whatnot was a little bit of a challenge. Getting stuff to fit has right. been a challenge. There's not a lot of room in these engine bays if you want to keep your inner fenders, mm-hmm. um, and that was that was one of my requirements was to keep my inner fenders. Right. Um, so. The passenger side one has a, a big hole in it, um, so the, the up pipe can, uh, you know, make its way up to the turbo. But uh, you know, there's there's other little things like you know I had to move the uh, move the the bottom was it the uh, outlet on the uh, radiator. I had to move that over to the driver side because there was no room where it was on the passenger side and. 
that's right where the exhaust manifold came out. So there's there's lots of little little problems you end up having to solve, you know, when you do it. None of it's all of that really really difficult. Some of it's more of like you just gotta figure out which parts you gotta run and make up, you know, make your lines, you know, like your feed and your drain lines and figuring out little issues with all that sort of stuff and you know, it's all that hard, but it's just lots of little little issues or lots of little problems that you just gotta solve along the way to make it all work. Because so, there ain't no kit, right? Right. Nobody, nobody puts out a kit that's got the pipes all all shaped and welded, and you know, the, here's your here's your line, and here's how you here's how you run your drain line or your feed line, or nobody nobody does that on this. So it's all just figuring it all out as you go. Mm. So it, you know, just takes time to to solve each one of those little issues, and you know, like a good example of that is um, the intake manifold that I'm running. Uh, I had never uh, fully assembled with the with a nicer um, throttle body on it. So I'm running an LS2 throttle body. I had never assembled it with that throttle body and the original water pump and this intake. And it turns out the combination of those three doesn't work. It all runs into each other. So then I had to figure out, okay, I need the water pump that has the the, the start on it that goes straight forward, right? instead of one that kind of goes up um, like the standard truck ones do so I had to get a like a LS1 uh, style water pump or like a like a Firebird water pump and then uh, that has a different spacing than what the truck accessories do so I had to figure out okay now I got to space it out three quarters of an inch right so it's you know just making the decision to upgrade the throttle body then I had to buy a water pump then I had to find spacing and all you know all these sort of like little trickle down things that right. totally don't plan on and but here you are so like i say there's lots of little problems to to figure out and solve no i'm really that hard all, all you know individually but just one after another to get there oh yeah man and like you said there is no kit you know so you do you have to mm-hmm. learn it as you go man that's what it's about <laughs> Garage built, backyard built, home built, hot riding, man. That's what you, yep. you, know, you just do that shit, you know, and then you, yep. you go, you know. So, yeah, man. So, I don't, I don't blame you, man. And that's good though. You've learned something that you didn't know. You know what I mean? Not, oh yeah. You know so. Yeah. And people get to talking about turbos and shit. Like you'll know what the hell they're talking about because you. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like. Like, yeah. I know about it, but I don't know the whole intricacy of it, like what you're doing. You know what I mean? I don't, I mean, I know how they work, and I know how you got to hook it up and all that shit. But as far as doing it, putting one on a, an LS, I wouldn't know. Like, I don't know what sensors and what, you know, I don't, I don't know. But. Yeah. yeah, you know, a lot of that was, it was funny because I, I, I always tell people that I got peer pressure into putting a turbo on this thing. Because one of my closest friends from, you know, childhood. He put a turbo, you know, he OS'd his scout first, he got that done, and then he was, you know, kind of saying, eh, I'm going to turbo it here or there. Next thing I know, he sends me pictures one day of it's just about done with a turbo. And, of course, you know, he's been nagging me forever, like, are you ever going to finish that truck? And then he's just like, and when are you going to put a turbo on it? Because if you don't, you're a bitch, you know, shit like that. And uh, so next thing you know, peer pressure, I succumb to it, and I've got a turbo on this thing. <laughs> which at times I sat there and I went, you know what? I'm taking it off and I'm just going to run this as a, just an LS swap motor for a while. 
you know, get it done, enjoy it for a while, and then make that a project down the road to do. And uh, just sitting there and looking at a, a really nice turbo sitting in a box, I just couldn't tolerate that, I guess. So I had to figure out how to get it in. Right. It's kind of kind of how it goes. One yeah. of those projects, I guess, I couldn't put off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you, you you took the bait. Now you're hooked. Yep, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yep, I did. Yeah, you but. took the bait. Now you you done got reeled off into it all, and that's <laughs> hey, that's fine, man. Because now you're just one more person I can call up, be like, hey, man, hey, hey, how you do this shit, right? So yeah, you by you learning it, you're helping somebody else learn it. Yeah, and that's you know that's one of the that's one of the cool things that I honestly enjoy about this, you know, and. and and posting what I'm doing on Instagram and every once in a while, you know, somebody hits me up and says, Hey, how did you, how'd you do this? Or how'd you do that? You know, or what, what manifolds did you use? Or, you know, like that kind of stuff or how well did they fit? Can you send me some pictures of how much clearance you had that, you know, this side or the other. It's cool to have figured a lot of that out. Right. And, and to be able to just answer those questions for, for a guy so that they don't end up spending, you know, a few hundred bucks trying to figure out the different headers that will actually clear or, you know, save them a few headaches anyways right. and, and just kind of help them, you know, jump ahead in their project. And I don't know, some guys don't like doing that stuff. Some guys are kind of a, more of a, yeah, go do your research and figure it out. For me, I, you know, I've always worked in, in jobs where I help people and whatnot. And so I think it just kind of carries over to this and that I really, I don't mind. I, you know, I asked a lot of guys different questions when I was figuring this thing out from, from the very beginning. And like, like still now, I still ask you questions about things and whatnot. And it's, uh, it's nice to have a community where you can, you can do that and people that have done it and you can get a quick, quick answer out of them. The other are willing to help you yeah. just make your, make it easier, make you, you know, help you just cut to it and get it done. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. And that's the whole thing. You just, you just kind of pay it forward like that. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because yeah. we don't, I mean, we don't do this shit for no glory or no shit. We just do this shit because we do this shit, you know? Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, and it's cool. People yeah. come along. Just because I, I enjoy doing this stuff. Yeah. Know? And that's it's what like, makes you know, it I've fun. talked about before. It's like, how do I get to that point in my life where I can just do this stuff? Right. Right. You know, I have to have the real job and I can just work on things like this for you know, for a living and, and still be able to support myself and my family. Like that, that, that to me is a, is a goal. How the hell I get there? I have no idea, but you know, oh. it's, uh, I do this stuff now cause I, cause I really enjoy it. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice break and a change of pace for me from what I have to do on a, right. on a daily for you know the real world. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. In the real world. That's the thing. Cause yeah, my job just is like yours. It has nothing to do with the automotive field, you know, so. Right. And I think that's why we, like, we can excel at doing this sort of thing is because we're not doing it day in and day out. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, it's a new yeah. adventure. It's like a new path every time. Even if you build the same truck every time, it's still you're going to build it differently. And so it's a new thing. But for somebody that's been doing this shit for 24 years... It might be a little mundane to them. You know? Sure. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like me, you know, working in technology, 
the last thing I want to do is come home and work on computers at home. Right. right? I guess <laughs> just doesn't doesn't interest me um, for for some reason. Now, you know, not all not all people are that way. You know, some of them are. That's just it. They're just hardcore and they're you know wired that way that that's what they're into is computers and technology and that's what they live you know they get home and that's what they mess with and right i'm just i'm not really wired that way you know this is this is the stuff i want to mess with you know these are the things that i want to do when i have extra time it's it's not you know it's not being tech support for my wife or my my parents or anybody like that like right. that. i honestly kind of i kind of hate doing that stuff but you know do when you have to do it but it's not high on my priority list of things to do. <laughs> no, well, it's it's kind of like this. I'm sure you've noticed it too. You 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 go somewhere and you're out, and uh, you know, you, the 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 barber shop. The lady works the beautician. You know, she does hair all day, and her head's yep. fucked up. <laughs> oh. Like, yeah. How is you working in the salon and your shit looks like you got twigs and shit in it? You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, because she don't feel like doing that shit. Right. You know, so yeah. I mean, I get it, but yeah, I think that's why we like it because it's it's new for us. Even though we've been building shit, you know, it's 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 something sure. fun. It's a hobby to us. It's like. We take it serious, but we we're not like we don't depend on it to to you know what I mean. Right. So it's not that serious yeah. to us. Like we can walk out of the garage right now and not look at the shit as you've done for five years and not give two shits. Right. You know what I mean. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, you know, at this point for me, it's a lot of it is sense of accomplishment now, right? It's yeah. It's you know, there's there's so many different things. You know, like like I said before, this is this is the first build I've done. Like I, you know. I've, mess around with a, you know, Volkswagen and Audi, that kind of, you know, or a truck here or there, like, you know, put a lift kit on or stuff like that. But, you know, building a truck, now this is, this is the first time I've done anything like this. And so a lot of it is, okay, now I need to figure out how to wire a truck. Okay. You know, <laughs> like, how am I going to do that? Right. And so a lot of it is just like the sense of accomplishment of figuring out something new and holy crap, it actually works. You know right. what I mean? Like, I don't know, I, I sound like I'm doubting myself a lot, which I, I probably do, because a lot of the stuff is things I've never done, never messed with. You know, I like welding. I didn't know how to weld when I started this. <laughs> Went out and bought myself a nice welder, and here I am. You know, I've figured it out. Right. And that's kind of been the, the whole thing all the way through is just keep on figuring it out. And for me, it's, it's, a, it's just the sense of accomplishment, you know, on a lot of it, like, getting to the point where I actually heard this motor run again for the first time in like four years. Like that one's put a, a solid smile on my face this week. It uh, definitely is a, a really good feeling to actually get to there again. So yeah. it, it's, I get to enjoy it. You know, when I'm out here and doing it, um, I get some just time with myself, you know, listen to some music and, you know, just be in my own head and not really have to deal with anybody. And then just actually knocking things off the list and, uh, you know, actually, I'll say, yep, I actually did that. I actually figured that out. I actually worked. Yeah. So. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Shit. You're doing good. And then you figure <laughs> right you. now you're October. You got two months. So you got 60 days to realize your mission. Yeah. So. 
You'll make it because now your ass, you're going to be like me. When you get close, so you're in the 60 day mark, man. You're going to stay outside till like 2 30 in the morning and shit. Yeah, that's been happening. Right. But you know. <laughs> you know. You know you're at the end, yeah. man. So, yeah. 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 Yep, even though there's been so many, so many hours of doing things and it doesn't look like a darn thing's changed, I know I'm at that point where now or here soon when I start doing things it's going to look like drastic change right hanging hanging all the body panels getting all that stuff put back together getting the glass in it and whatnot like you know a couple days of work on things like that makes such a difference right compared to oh yeah no I just spent a week and a half running wires all through this thing right but you can't even see you know right 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 it's uh that, that, that kind of stuff you know when you work and work, you don't see it compared to the big things, the big chunks. You know those those go quick, and you know just uh, makes more of an impact when that's done. You just gotta keep plugging away, man. And then you'll yep. get to the end, and then you'll be looking at what are you gonna do next. Like you think you say, "Oh, I'm just gonna rest for a little bit," but you're gonna be on <laughs> Craigslist or whatever. You're gonna be looking in people's <laughs> yards and shit for the next thing to build. I mean, you know. What do you mean I'm gonna be? I already am. See. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so you got two boys and then yep. you got yourself so you got to build at least two more vehicles yeah that way all three of y'all can be out riding because i mean that's right yeah yeah dude because i'll be riding with my dad man like we just finished building his truck this year man that shit's cool as a motherfucker you riding around with your dad and you both oh, yeah, old school shit yeah right so yep. they're gonna do the same shit. Yeah. And Yeah, I, I I hope they I hope they have the same interest in this stuff as I do and that they you know, they end up spending some time with me doing these things and learning these things, you know, whether they do something with it or if it just stays a hobby for them, you know, and something that they enjoy. Right. Either way, you know, I I hope it's uh I hope it's something that they take interest in. Because, you know, you never know. Right? Some kids they they don't have interest in it. Other right. kids, they they really do, and you know, you never know which way it's going to go. You don't, but, man. Uh, but... Hopefully, they do, and and that we can we can do some cool stuff together. But yeah, thankfully, I mean, kids aren't even three yet, so I got some time to to work on it. But you know, at the pace I went on this one, I need some time. Yeah. So. <laughs> right. Well, you got. Oh, let's see. If you had one kid, you would have fifty fifty chance. You got two that are twins that are the same age. So you got a hundred chance, right? <laughs> so yeah. one of them is going to be like, fuck that. I'm hot riding with dad. And the other one be like, well, go ahead. I ain't doing that shit. I'm going to go over here and fuck with these bitches, right? <laughs> yeah. So you still, yeah, you gotta. Hopefully at least one of them, you know, has, has, has some interest in it, but. Right. You, yeah, the yeah, chances are higher ass. having having to. <laughs> well, you know, if you if you're out there and you're doing shit, it's just like anything else, man. And it's, it's true shit, man. What they say, man. Like the kids, they see whatever they see you doing, they're gonna imitate. One of them's gonna be outside and wanting to do that shit because he's gonna get he's gonna catch that spirit of the hot rod. You know, when you start taking them to the racetrack and all that bullshit. 
you know, there one of them's gonna be like, oh fuck that, I'm building hot rods. My dad does this shit. Why the fuck wouldn't I? You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, but then if they don't, you know what? Fuck it. You know, well, maybe yeah. their grandkid, and now you're gonna be the grandpa teaching the grandkid. The role's gonna be reversed. You know what I mean? Yeah, you never know. You don't. That's yeah. And that, you know, that's one of those things, it's like my dad, you know, he, my dad didn't do this stuff. I, I don't know, for whatever reason, it, I got the bug somewhere, somehow. But, uh, you know, my dad didn't do this stuff. The only thing I ever saw my dad do uh, from an automotive perspective was he had a, he had a C10, like, I don't know, it was like a 79 or something like that, or 78, somewhere in there. Um, and he took it to a buddy's house and they painted it in the driveway. And I remember, like, seeing my dad help him sand it. Like, that was it. Really? But, you know, like, my dad never did an oil change, any of that kind of stuff. Like, he always took it to a shop and had it all dealt with. Well. And uh, for whatever reason, it, it showed back up in me. <laughs> well, you could have, like, the untold story of, like you said, your grandpa was a body man and all that shit. He might have been trying to get your dad to do that shit and just kept on, kept on, kept on, kept on and your dad didn't want to do it and then he just said, fuck that shit. Yeah. Well, it was, that's my, that was my mom's dad that was, oh, okay. that was the, they worked in the body shop and whatnot, but, you know. Yeah, well. Nonetheless, I, you know, for whatever reason, off my, my dad's side, like it just, you know, cars weren't really a thing. Right. His, his brothers were, you know, one of his brothers had a GTO back then. He was definitely into cars and whatnot, but just never, never was really much of a thing with my dad. But, you know, he has, you know, now that, now that I'm actually doing this project, he has at times, he's been interested in it. He's been over here helping me and whatnot. Right. Um, you know, that last weekend, the plan was that uh, we were going to put the whole front end on it and whatnot, but I couldn't get it running on Friday night. So, I kind of said, you know, I have no idea what I'm going to have to do. I don't really want to put the front end on it if I'm going to be laying all over it and digging into this engine. So I said, let's just hold off for another week and figure it out. So if that plan's back on, we'll see if uh, see if Dad and I can get the uh, you know get the front end and the doors on it this weekend. So yeah, be a nice cool, be a nice man. accomplishment if we can get there. Well, I hope you make it, man, because you you working hard. You'll get it though, and that'd be cool, man. Oh yeah. You know, I'm sure I'll yeah. see it when it happens when you go to post it up and shit, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, so gotta, look. Got to keep the build thread up to date. Well, yeah, you got to. And that's the thing. That's what I was getting ready to tell you. So before we get out, uh, let people know where they can uh, find you at on Instagram, your username. Sure, yeah. Uh, so it's just Generations AD on Instagram. Generation and that's AD. that's really the only uh, that's really the only place I post anything. I don't I don't really post on Facebook, at least not consistently. So generations AD, I can imagine that it's because it was your great grandfather's truck, correct? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I, it kind of started out with like when I first joined it, joined Instagram. You know, I I didn't even have this truck yet. Um, I wasn't, you know, wasn't messing with cars or anything like that. And so it kind of just started out as like, you know, just me sort of like, you know, the old username kind of thing. And then, uh, that hung on for quite a while. And for whatever reason, like just a couple months ago, I got an itch to change it for some reason. So 
that was when the whole Generations AD thing came along. So I think it it, it fits the it fits the truck. It fits the you know it uh, it fits my my Instagram page just because it's pretty much all this. Every once in a while, I'll post something about my kids or whatever, but right. it's pretty much just all the the build thread of this truck at this point. So I think it it fits in and it fits in with the history, you know. Yep. Of it. Exactly. So. It, it's a it's a good name. It's a good name. Thanks, man. Yeah, man, because it's got a history. It's got a story. I mean, it's like real shit, right? right? So it, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So now, what what's the name of the truck? Do you have a name for the truck, or don't have a name? I don't have a name, man. That's that's something I need. I, I probably need some help with. You know, I've had I've had friends give me some goofy names because it's got a turbo and it's green. Like, oh yeah, it's Puff the Magic Dragon, dumb shit like that. But. <laughs> I'm like, you really think I'm gonna name my truck Puff the Magic Dragon? Are you right. kidding me? Right. I, I, you know, I know it's Colorado and all, but come on, <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. So, right. yeah, there's, there's not really a name. I, I need to figure something out there, and I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, I, I need to come up with some at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you got, well, you got sixty days. <laughs> <laughs> is ticking <laughs> right the clock is like the turtle said the clock is ticking dude you know yep. when he was told him bring the pizza and shit right yeah so <laughs> yeah on that note man i appreciate you coming on and telling your story sure man yeah yeah thanks for uh thanks for having me yeah man it's good i like you telling the story i like everybody telling their story it's good for us for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good to talk about. It, it's good to talk about, and you know, it's uh, it's time for this one to. I don't want to say come to an end, but uh, maybe to come alive at some point. Yeah, right, come alive. Well, it's time for it to be completed. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, you ain't gonna end now. You're getting ready to start. You no. know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's about to be more to it. Right. Hell yeah, man. You're going to be out getting some fucking footage of riding around on the highway, getting some footage of the mountains. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. That's good, man. You you are, though. For real, though. You, you, you're you doing good on that. After, you know, because we've only been in the uh, following each other for a while, but I just look back through, you know, early on. I look back through, and I was like, damn, he's putting in work on this motherfucker. You know? Trying to. Yeah. Work it in when I can. Hey, man. I mean, like it is, you know, we're just regular geeks. And we go to work, we come home, and we work, yep. you know, build. Yeah. That's what's cool yep. about it. Exactly. My wife's going to be, she's going to be pissed when she starts to actually understand that this isn't going to be the only one. <laughs> <laughs> she's not going to be happy about it. Mm, mm, mm. It's going to continue. I mean, you know, what am I going to do? Right, it gets every every project gets to a point where it's like, okay, that's that's pretty much enough, you know. It's done enough, or I've done enough things to it, and something else has got to start taking your attention. So, right, she's not gonna be excited about that, but yeah, it is where it is. Like, I uh, I don't feel like I can have gotten to this point and you know acquired all these tools and and done all these things and learned all this stuff and not not mess with something else here at some point. Exactly. I don't know if I want to go this extensive on another build where I have, you know, do absolutely everything like this, but, uh, I don't know. I'd like to have like a, a patina car or something here at right. some point. 
Well, that would be fun. There's always, you know, you could go the simplicity route. That way, if sure. you get it done, and, you know, you could, you, and it doesn't have that much time wrapped up in it and whatnot, that much money, you could sell it, make you a small profit, and then that might start a trend where you're building them, you know, building them right, and then, you know, pretty much flipping them out, you know? Like you said, you want to sure. get to the point where you could do that sort of thing. So, yeah, I mean... A lot of people, as we already know, the whole patina rod, rat rod thing, it's just, it's here, you know, so, oh, yeah. you know, you build a decent uh, patina rod, it'll sell, right. so, I mean, it doesn't have to have the LS and shit in there, I mean, you, you sell it to the next person, if they decide they want to put it in there, then they can do that shit, you know? But who knows, man? You never know. You, like you said, yeah. I'm pretty sure you're not gonna stop at the truck. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna have something else in there. You got to. Yeah, yeah. I'll kind of have something to work on, something to tinker with. A reason to, a reason to get out in the in the garage and and mess around, you know. Right. It's uh, it's kind of a boring life, just sitting around in the evening and watching TV. That's I don't know. Yeah. Not really what I want to do with the time that I've got. No. So something else will happen, I'm sure. Here. Right, right, right. Well, I'll be, I'll be watching uh, for it. <laughs> I'll give you a call when I don't have a place to sleep, and I'll, I'll right. be driving that way. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 man. <laughs> Shit, man, we be out here building like a motherfucker, man. <laughs> That's right. Well, they both end up getting the kicks out though, Stone. cause you be like, ah, that, you know. <laughs> Check him out, man. He's building a badass in the truck. I like it. He's out there in Colorado, man, and. We plan on, we plan on meeting up in person at Dino's Get Down this year. We I don't know uh, when they're going to have it. It's always been in November, so I assume it's going to be in November again this year. I was there last year, LS Fabrication, kicking it, man. Met a lot of you people out there, man. That was an awesome experience, and this year we go possibly possibly I'll be bringing some trucks of my own with me to set up in my booth. So I'm going to go and set up as my own booth. We're going to have a Patinico booth and I'll be, of course, featuring some Patinico swag, but some of my vendor items as well. Uh, we'll just have to see what happens. I know of Joe's Racing Products. I was talking with Greg and he's like, yo, you know, we got you with that crate. You go set up a booth, man, damn right. So, you know, that, and of course, I'll probably have some couple radiators out there from Champion Cooling System, and I'm sure that if LS Fab doesn't make the trip this year, I'll be having some uh, panels and whatnot from LS Fabrication as well. And speaking of LS Fabrication, anybody building, you need to check out LS Fabrication's website. They are expanding their product inventory every month it almost seems like every day a lot of the stuff they have is for the 47 to 54 chevy advanced design pickup truck they are expanding into the ford region a little bit they're getting their feet wet with that but you know we're gonna see how that goes but for all you guys out there building the ad and even the c10 check them out today you can use patina code promo code at checkout whenever you're ordering any of the sheet metal panel products 
made by LS Fabrication. All you have to do is type in patina code at checkout and you will receive 10% off all sheet metal products. And that's a pretty, you know, that's pretty cool if you're trying to build a truck and you want to have that custom touch and have that one-off look about it. Go check them out today. Like I said, use the patina code, promo code, patina code whenever you are ordering any of the sheet metal panel products made by LS Fabrication. And I say it that way because they do offer other products that I cannot help you on. You know, they have some billet parts that they make, like the billet dash and all that cool stuff. You know, you don't get a discount on that. But the sheet metal panels, shit, man, that's good enough start, man. I mean, what do you want, you know? <laughs> so maybe uh, in the future we can get into some other things. But as for right now, it's all sheet metal panel products for all the vehicles. doesn't have to be for the 47 to 54. As I said, they make stuff for C10s. So if it's a sheet metal panel product that you're looking at or that you're looking for, go check out LS Fabrication today and, you know, use that promo code, man. That's telling them. That's letting them know. Petita code sent you, man. Dennis sent you, right? <laughs> also, man, I don't know a lot of you have been, but check out the series on YouTube. So you want to build Nade D. And that's the series where I'm building this truck that I'm actually sitting inside of right now doing this bit of the podcast and and uh pretty far on the truck pretty long ways got a lot of episodes of what it is that i do and i'm saying that everything that i'm doing is the exact right way to do it the only way to do it it's just me showing you as a regular guy non-professional guy building an advanced design chevrolet truck i think the next truck I'm leaning towards doing a C10. I have a C10. I need to pull it back out and maybe uh, do a series on that. I know the C10 is still very popular. It's probably the most popular of the trucks, 67 through 72. You know, 73 is coming along. But, you know, the 80s, uh, 86s are starting to pop. You know what I mean? So, but I think that's what's going to be the next build. And I might do, uh, I might double dip. I might build the C10 at the same time while I build my 66 Chevrolet Biscayne. So we can see about that. That'd make for some interesting fodder, you know? <laughs> but anyways, man, I appreciate you guys checking me out. And all the support you guys are, are giving me on the YouTube channel, Instagram, Facebook. Catch me on Instagram. If you ain't already doing that, just, you know, go to Instagram and type in patina code. It's P-A-T-I-N-A underscore C-O-D-E. That's Instagram. On Facebook, just type in patina code and pop up. Appreciate you guys, man. Appreciate it. Like I say, the support, all the love you guys are showing me is not going unnoticed. And I appreciate you guys checking out this podcast. And one last thing before we get out of here want to represent hard for patina code check out my patina code online store right now the only thing in there is the t-shirts i'm going to be adding the vendor items that i have for sale i have stuff here i just haven't put it in my online store i have stuff from joe's racing products i'm gonna have stuff from champion cooling systems that's just you know anyways rep for patina code man grab your shirt hit me up 
It's patinacodellc.equit.com. That's my storefront. Grab your shirt, man. With every shirt comes a patina code sticker. <laughs> Anyways, man, I appreciate it. I'll check you guys out later. Thanks for listening.